Welcome to Canoe. I'm Junior. And I'm Jordan. We're two pastors, but don't worry, we're not going to preach. Nah, we think the best conversations happen on a canoe, especially ours. So whether you're on a run, in the kitchen, or on your commute, grab a paddle, hop in the canoe. Let's navigate a river together. Rest River. Junior, you ever feel like you need a vacation from a vacation? Yeah, you know, I hear that all the time. I finally understand what people mean. I just yeah. came back last week from vacation. Yeah, that's true. You did. And I needed a vacation. <laughs> yeah, you but you came back also from vacation. Yep. Yeah, and I was well you rested. You came back looking like a little Habana boy. Yeah. You had a little uh, braid in your hair. <laughs> you were like, I'm ready to go. Oh, I was. I came back from vacation ready to hit the ground running. I was so well rested, so fired up. It was fantastic. So what made your vacation different than mine? Yeah. Well, not to be fair, your vacation going wrong wasn't your fault. But we'll get into that just a little bit and i think there's probably some stuff that i could have done differently hearing Maybe. yours so this <laughs> honestly this is gonna be a good river i do hear a lot though i need a vacation for my vacation and honestly you know what i think of when i hear that then you're vacationing wrong you're vacationing wrong now this might be an episode where you want to hit that save button and go i need to listen to this a week before my vacation and i would totally do that if i were you but i guarantee if you go down this river you're going to vacation better you're gonna rest far far better now, I know this sounds like a timeshare pitch. Yeah, I we wish promise we had something you, to offer. We have no sponsors who want us right now. So, <laughs> uh, Hot Honey dropped us and we've been going down ever since. <laughs> Hang with. First, we've got River Views. River Views. One, two, three, four, five stars. River Views. All right, Junior, you don't know what we're about to review because I told you I had a secret. Yeah. I went into your office and on your desk, you have. What I would think is the worst smelling candle I've ever seen. Wait. Well, and I want to review this. On, as I a, got like four or five because people give me candles. Yeah. This one. Uh, no. What, this this okay. is the worst smelling <laughs> candle. This is not a candle. What do you mean? It's not a candle. It's called City Bonfires. Okay. And it's basically like it's a... It's a candle that smells like the freaking city. <laughs> no. Yeah, it smells it like Chicago. It doesn't smell very pleasant, but... It's a it's a little canister for people who live in the city. If you want to have a fire and you can't have a fire pit, you can light this on fire and it's clean burning so you can actually roast marshmallows and you know make s'mores over There's this. There's no way candle. that this thing is clean burning. Absolutely, it, it smells, is. It is. Wow. Now, you want to know why I bought like it trash. though? I want to know why I bought it. Why? I have 10 of them in the back of my truck right now. I don't know what to do with because I did a Passover thing for our staff you know yeah. i gathered everybody together and we went through the whole last supper and communion all that it was a really cool moment and i wanted to light the whole room with fire so i bought 10 of these to like have fires burning all around the room and then i got them and it says cannot burn indoors so now i got you know, a ton of these okay hold on you can't burn it indoors but you can't cook your marshmallows on it <laughs> because of the smoke because it's not safe and it's toxic <laughs> it's safe so I have been burning these little these little canisters. In fact, I went up on somebody's roof and I lit one on fire and had a little fire on somebody's. It was awesome. Okay. I give these honestly a four star. They would be five star if we could burn them inside. No, no, they'd four, be five, four star. They'd be five stars if they didn't smell like garbage. <laughs> okay. So what's your star? Uh, based on the functionality, and now I know what it is, I'll give it two stars. Okay, two stars. You got a four star from me, City Bonfires. So average it out: three stars, two dudes, official stamp. Boop. All right, Jordan. So why was 
your vacation so terrible? I don't know. I don't even know if I can talk about it again. <laughs> it was so traumatic. You know, it was kind of funny because I was just coming back from my vacation. Yeah. And I landed in <laughs> O'Hare and I got just like this flood of texts from you like, can you take me to the airport? Wait, no, never mind. Lindsay's going to come with. And then oh. you told me the whole story. I was like, oh gosh, this poor guy. So our flight was leaving Wednesday morning, 9 a.m. Our guy was coming to pick us up at 7. Well, the Tuesday night, Brixton, all of a sudden I hear this help and a blah he throws up all over his oh, bed all over Poor I mean, guy. all over the house everything yeah and so Lindsay goes and you know takes care of him and i would you know she's awesome i wake up next morning i'm like hey is brixton feeling better she said nope he's been throwing up all night oh and i'm like man. oh no so this isn't like something he ate this is bad so we're like, what do we do so we're like changing flights back and forth well, we, we, we decided to bring him on the flight just to power through. We're those yeah. parents. We're going to get everyone on the plane sick. We're just <laughs> what it is. He And we're like, maybe he'll make it through. He threw up three times on the plane. Oh, god! People are looking at us. He's just blah, blah. <laughs> so he was sick the first two days of vacation. And then the last day, our youngest son gets sick. And so we traveled on a plane with two sick kids. Oh, and it I was didn't know just, that part. Yeah. Oh, so we were sick man. every single time traveling. Oh, that's Cut awful. our vacation in half. Yeah. Miss SeaWorld. Oh, it sucked. <laughs> okay, see, I wouldn't blame you for having that bad. So why was yours so great? Because I had healthy kids. <laughs> no, I've been there. I mean, I've been there with traveling with sick kids. It's like, it's really nothing, not much that you can do. It, it, it's terrible. But honestly, I went into this vacation thinking, I want a vacation so well that when I return, I'm ready to go. And I saw the difference in you. I've yeah. seen you come back from other vacations. And not you're so like, much. I wish it was longer. This yeah. is no, and it's like, this one, you look different. I felt different. And so here's what Jordan and I did. We sat down and we came up with a few ways of what made our vacations so different. And you are going to get the ultimate vacation guide. That's right. For the price of $9.99. <laughs> no, again, hit that share button. You want to listen to this before a vacation, but let's go down this river now. The first key to resting well is prepare for the rest. If it's a vacation or if it's a weekend, whatever it is, prepare for the rest. Run hard through the finish line, head into that rest exhausted. Because here's the problem is sometimes, you know, we we get to vacation or we hit the weekend and and we've been coasting for the last couple of days. Yeah, oh, it's Friday, just kind of coasting to the weekend, you know, vacation. So I kind of check out a couple of days earlier. Mm -hmm. No, all that does is save that work that you're not getting done until after the trip. Run hard to the vacation, run hard to the rest. And there's a symbiotic relationship between work and rest. Totally. They, they go they go hand in hand. You work really hard and then you rest. Yes. It's kind of like, and we we've talked about this language of life's more of these series of sprints rather yeah. than just a long marathon. Yep. And it's really healthy to think of it like that. Yep. I'm going to run so hard. And then what's the best, have any ever like in sports when you have yeah. a crazy, you know, hard game or you got to do sprints, what's the yep. best part? When you're done, yep. it feels so much better. Right. When you work hard at the gym, well, I guess you feel great after. Yeah. It's kind of like what we talked about in the last river with eating. Like, yeah, you're when you're actually hungry, the food the meal's tastes better. Feel fantastic. And when you when you work hard, the rest feels that much better. Yeah. You feel accomplished, like you can. And what happens when you don't? Like you said, you're gonna be thinking about all the stuff you didn't do and you didn't yep. accomplish. You got to prepare for it. Exactly. So prepare. For the rest. Here's a few ways to prepare for the rest. Number one, clean your house, clean your office, clean your car. Now you might think, Junior, this is what are you talking about? <laughs> Honestly, 
this is one of the things that made my vacation so good. The weekend before we left, I we cleaned our house. We always do that. We like clean the house. Yeah. I went above and beyond that. I cleaned out the cars, vacuumed out the cars, you know, fueled the cars up so they're they're full of fuel. Like everything, the yard, everything just looked good. And mine was the exact opposite. <laughs> our, we had throw up in our home because we had to leave. Yeah, we, you had to leave. We, right, yeah. we decided that we were going to go on the plane 14 minutes before our, our driver came. And so we didn't, on the way home, we didn't have any gas. The guy who came to pick us up had to go get gas in our car. Oh, we were man. so embarrassed. We came home to dishes in the sink. Yeah. And we were stressed when we came home because we weren't prepared on the front, on the front end. That's right. So honestly, and I'm not, I'm not trying to make you feel worse, Jordan, yeah. but I do remember a couple of times in Florida going, I can't wait to get back because my house is clean. <laughs> my cars are clean and fueled up. My office is clean. Like I'm coming back to a life from like, I don't feel like I'm hit, I can hit the ground running. Everything yeah. is ready for me to come back to. Yeah, I'm really happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> the second way to pre- prepare for your rest is to get a head start on the week you return. Now, here's what I mean by that. So you run extra hard the week before your vacation, meaning you're trying to get a little stuff done for the week so of your So your return. Monday's not swamped. Right. Again, I was telling Lindsay, I said... The hard part about vacation is I got back and I just stacked my Monday with meetings. I'm going to be in meetings all day long, which means I can't get any of my other stuff. Right. I'm stressed before I even am done with my vacation. Yeah. I can't. I, You're dreading no coming home. Mind. I'm dreading coming home. That's right. I think a lot of people do dread coming home from vacation because this, this is why they need a vacation from yeah. their vacation. They dread coming home because they're like, you know, I'm walking back into a house. I got to get this done, this done, this done. And then all I kind of coasted into this vacation. So yeah. I got all this work built up that, I, that I'm coming home to. So to prepare for your rest, and maybe this is like preparing for your weekend or preparing for your day off or actually preparing for a full vacation. You want to clean the office, clean the car so that you're coming back to something that is in good shape and then get a head start on the return. The work before the the work right after you return. Get a little few things done so that you already create some momentum when you return. That way you're not dreading your return the whole time you're on vacation. And then number three, have a plan. My dad was the king of this growing up. Whenever my, my brothers, we still make fun of them to this day. Because whenever we'd go on vacations, my yeah. dad beforehand would print out itineraries for us for, oh, for real okay so i don't know if i can get up over with this <laughs> listen listen this was and listen we made fun of him but this was his big line because he would be like here's the the five best restaurants around our hotel uh here's the six uh, different parks that we could go to we could do this day this day this day and so he'd have it all mapped out and yeah. we'd make fun of him like dad we're going on vacation just yeah, chill i don't want to be stuck to a calendar and my dad said no no, no we don't plan because we have to do these things we plan so that we can be flexible okay we, we get to know what there is so we can maximize our time there I'm okay, like, it is pretty that. true absolutely and so now honestly when i go on this i don't I have a whole itinerary and print it out because yeah. i'm not a loser sorry dad <laughs> but what i do is i do look and research and I'm like okay hey this is around here and here and here yeah so yeah. we can maximize and have the yeah. best time it also gets you excited for it because you're like oh, oh, man. i'm looking at everything that yeah. is going to be around in the area so you're heading into the weekend you're nearing a three-day weekend or maybe you're nearing a vacation prepare for the rest don't coast into your vacation because then it's just going to be like this blurry line between work and and rest. No, work hard. Power Bust through the it. finish line. Bust it. Work. Get a head start on your week's return. Then clean your office. Clean your clean your cars. Clean your house. Get everything nice and set upon your return. And then I don't know. Print a loose. We'll call it a loose itinerary. Have a plan. Look up. Do some homework on where you're going to be at. 
and have a little bit of a plan so that you can maximize this rest. Now, you might be wondering, okay, we haven't even gotten to the actual vacation yet. Oh, we're going to get there. But first, we've got Vacation Canoes. Weird, crazy, kooky news. It's canoes. Dark tourism. Yeah. You ever hear of it, Junior? I, only because there's a, a, a documentary on Netflix called Dark Tourism that I saw. It's pretty good. So, yeah, so what is, explain it, what it is. Dark tourism is like these destinations that most people would not want to go to, you know, because they're sad. Uh, they're memorials, things like that. Um, or they're maybe scary. Yeah. So I thought it'd be appropriate. Instead of just giving them a boring list of the top five vacation spots, Yeah. I thought we could give our canoers the top five dark tourist destinations. Absolutely. My guess is I'd want to go to most of these. You are a very dark man. <laughs> so I'm going to give you the top five, and then Junior, okay. we'll say which one we'd rather go right. to out of the five. Okay. So number five, Rwanda. The Murambi Genocide Memorials. Oh, yeah. So, well, there's that movie, Rwanda. Yeah. What is it? Hotel Rwanda or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen Sad. it. Sad. Uh, number four, Berlin, Germany. Yeah. Probably has to do with Hitler's remnants. Yeah. yeah. Number three, Hiroshima, Japan. Yeah, that'd be sad. Would be sad. But it'd be, it would be interesting to go to and learn. I want to go to Japan, but yeah, Hiroshima, I might have yeah. to add to the list. Yeah. Chernobyl, Ukraine. Okay. okay. I've seen documentaries on that. On Chernobyl, yes. Crazy. Number one, what do you think it is? It's got to be Auschwitz. It's Auschwitz, is Poland. It? Yeah. Yeah. I'd see, I'd love, I think that'd probably top the list for me. I was in Warsaw in the airport one time. I was like, ah, I'd love to leave and just go see Auschwitz. And it's not, here's the thing is, um, <laughs> this can sound like like we're making light of these places. We're not at all. These people go there as memorials to remember yeah. and to learn because the way to not repeat history is to learn to more learn about, about it. it. Yeah. So I would say... I would say Auschwitz. Yeah, because be these are me. yeah, these are world shaping events that happened. Yeah. And to learn about them. They are yep. interesting. What would it be for you? Uh, I would probably do Hiroshima. Mostly because I want to go to Japan. So how do you rest well? We've already prepared for it, right? We've worked hard and up until the point our house is clean, our cars are clean, our office is clean. We're we are ready to leave the house. Now, how do we maximize this rest. Number one, keep a good routine. I think a lot of times we go on vacation and it's like we think, oh, vacation, right? I'm going to sleep in. Oh, party late. Party late. And then after about a week of that, you're exhausted. <laughs> you're just done for. And ready to come back home far worse than when you left. Yeah. Keep a routine. Get up early. I would say even make the bed. I know it sounds crazy. But make the bed on vacation. Keep some sort of routine going. Hmm. I disagree with you on that point because if you're in a hotel, that's why you okay, pay to stay true. there. If you're at a hotel. But go to bed. At even an hour. Even if you don't go to bed at the same time, I always heard it's good to wake up at the same time. Yeah. Wake up at the same time. Maybe take a little nap, but keep the routine. And keep the active routine going. Yeah, like keep, my wife. Keep your workouts. She always has to pack her running stuff. I hate running, so I'm not going to do that. But walking. Like I think on this vacation, no joke, part of the reason my vacation was so good was I walked about an hour and a half to two hours a day. You go to Disney World? Where'd you go? <laughs> no, I would just I would just walk up and down the street, walk up and down the beach. You know, I'd be listening to a podcast, which we'll get into a little bit later, but I'd be listening to something, learning, mm -hmm. and just walking so that by the end of the day, I was like a good, tired, ready for rest, mm -hmm. 
and ready to go to bed. I love when I go to a new, ho- new hotel. They got the hotel gyms. It's just a new place to work out oh, yeah. in. You I like know, it. You and I worked out in a hotel gym one time. We did. We didn't have shoes, so we worked out barefoot. <laughs> yeah, Remember that? Did. I was worried the whole time we were going to get kicked out, but no yeah. one ever saw us. Yeah. We worked out in robes and bare feet. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Now, the only pushback is part of vacations is you are kind of changing up the routine. That's part of the fun of a vacation is you're getting out of the mundane ruts that we can get into. Absolutely. So what what we're saying here is keep a routine, but have a routine. I think a lot of times vacation is just like the Wild West as far as days and hours. It's like everything runs together, up late, sleeping and all of that. Just saying pick a routine. So, for example, when I went on vacation, I slept in about half hour more than when I usually slept in. I uh, went to bed honestly a half hour before I usually went so to bed. it was the same same amount of sleep you're usually <laughs> getting about, well, maybe which I got is, an hour yeah. more which is the routine but I would take a nap almost every afternoon just like a 15 minute nap I never do that um, so but pick a routine and stick to a routine don't make all the days and nights and mornings all bleed together then number two choose an adventure you're on vacation Find something to do where you're thinking, I can't wait to go home and tell everybody about that. That make, was a blast. Make some memories. Yeah. Well, I would venture to say your favorite vacations are vacations where you look back and there was a big story to tell. There's an adventure that happened. And those were the best. Think about your childhood. A lot of your childhood just kind of blends together. What stands out? The adventures. What, the adventures. Yep. The adventures you went on a vacation. We went to the Grand Canyon. We went snorkeling in the Keys. We went and climbed a mountain. I mean, we went rock climbing. We did this and this. I did yeah. my first. When you create adventures, you're creating memories. And when you're creating memories with the people you love, those bonds form stronger. Yes. To me, the worst vacations are the ones where all the days bleed together because you did the exact same freaking thing every day. You woke How? up. And it, yeah, it sounds yeah. relaxing, but you woke up, you had breakfast, you sat at the beach until lunch, you had lunch, and you sat at the beach until dinner, and you had dinner. Yeah, yeah that's maybe uh, great for one day, but choose an adventure. Come yeah. back with a story. That's the tell. tension my wife and I have. My wife loves, if she could pick her per- perfect vacation, she'd find a beach, and she'd sit there and read a book and just lay out by the beach all day long. <laughs> that sounds like I could do it for two days. Oh, I could do it for... 30 minutes i just i gotta be active i want to i want to go and do something i want to play i want to explore i want an adventure i want stories to come home with yeah here's the thing is when we go when we go on a rest i always think about it this way as i'm resting i'm trying to refuel my tank kind of like a vehicle i'm trying to refuel my tank and part of refueling my tank is adventuring no matter who you are introvert extrovert i don't care what freaking number of enneagram you are (laughs) An adventure, a good adventure refuels your tank. It just gets you excited. It gives you more zest for life. And it gives you a story to be able to tell later on. So just pick an adventure. And while we're talking vacation, this still applies to your normal week. Absolutely. Take a day off. And when you have a day off, don't just veg in front of the TV all day. Because, again, right. that's not very restful. No, it's most people. Yeah, go go have an adventure. Go yes. go on a walk. Go to a nature preserve. Go yep. and do something. Go geocaching. Yeah. My family, we have, a, we have the family fun jar. And every single Sabbath we have, the, we, re, we put out a bunch of, like, fun things to do. And the boys reach in there, and they grab something fun to do. And that's our adventure for the day. Yeah. There you go. And that refuels the tank. So keep the routine, pick an adventure, and lastly, find something to learn about. Yeah. This is one of my favorite things about vacation. And honestly, this is one of the, alongside the adventure, this also fills my tank to come back. Is before I go on vacation, I always think, what's the topic I want to learn about on this vacation? And then what I do find you mean? that topic. You're talking about like, if you like learning about the place you're going to? No, no, no. Any sort of topic uh, I want to find a book about. Okay. And then I find like five podcasts that kind of align with that book. And then that's what I do. I'm going to read maybe a chapter 
by the pool, watch the kids, ask Nicole, hey, can I go for a walk for an hour? Let's pop in a podcast about that very topic. Go for a walk. So what did you learn when you went on your last vacation? This last vacation I learned about, well, I'm going to sound super nerdy right now. Can't wait. <laughs> I learned about uh, first century Jewish life. What was it like on a typical, just oh, a yeah. typical family in the first century? I just want to know, like, yeah, as I'm cool. reading scripture, what, what do people struggle with back during that time? Yeah. But um, the trip before that, which was a, a good trip, honestly, I just learned about like leadership and just, you mm-hmm. know, leading staff. I was like, you know, that was my topic. Yeah. I, I took a book when I went on my trip uh, and I had a lot of time in the hotel to read. I is called God and Guinness. And it was all about how the whole Guinness beer company started and the faith background behind. Oh, people. I've heard that book's actually pretty good. Super good. Yeah. But it was a really interesting topic to kind of yeah. learn about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That refuels your tank. And when you pick the right topic, especially if it's like something about your job that you love about your job or yeah. an area of your job that you'd love to grow in, mm. you take a break from your job, you get away from your job, and then you learn about that area. That way you're ready. Man, I can't wait to get back to my job. It's going to be so different. I'm going to have, yeah. I have new techniques now. I have, I have some know, new, new ideas. Vision. I have new yeah. ideas. This is what refuels your tank on vacation. But don't forget with all this, don't forget to rest. Yes. You need rest. Even if you can't afford a vacation, talking about your Sabbath. Take advantage of your Sabbath. Yes. Rest. But don't veg rest. Rest well. This is what grinds my gears. This is what grinds my gears. You want to know what the worst part of my vacation was? What? <laughs> there was one time I had to use the bathroom and I asked a guy where the bathroom was. And he said, oh, you mean the little boy's room? Oh, I hate that. I hate when people call it the little boy's room. Yeah. First off, it's a little demeaning. Second off, yeah. I kind of feel perverted now walking into there. It's yeah, a bathroom. I don't, don't want to go to a room with little boys. No. That's <laughs> all. That's that's how people get in trouble. That's how denominations get in trouble. That's right. Let's call it a bathroom. If you're a man, the men's room. I'm not a little boy. It always is the worst, though, when you go into the bathroom and a little boy has his pants all the way to his ankles. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. My oh. boys are at that age, and I purposely am like, nope, keep it keep it right yep. above your butt. And just kind of put down the front. I teach them. My this kids aren't. what the zipper is for, yep, fellas. My, my kids aren't going to be those kids. <laughs> Uh, Junior, I think I need a vacation redo. <laughs> I miss it already. Hey, our goal is for people to stop saying I need a vacation from my vacation. Let's start vacationing well. Let's rest well. And all seriousness, if you love the podcast, we're thankful that you're listening. Make sure you like, subscribe, share it with a friend if it was helpful. Junior, our podcast is doing pretty well. We're yeah. at 30,000 downloads. Thanks Hey-o. to all of you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. But when we post things online, which is okay, we're not big yeah. social media guys. We're not asking for a ton of comments. But w- <laughs> there, are, there are two guys that commented the last couple times. And yes. You know what? We just thought they they seemed like some awesome guys. We don't know yeah. who they are. Yep. It was, what, uh, who's what are their names? Jeffrey, Jeffrey Shankle and Jordan Kurtz. Hey, Jordan's got a good name. Hey, those are <laughs> you guys are awesome. Yes. We don't know who you two are. Two other dudes out there. Two dudes in our canoe. Keep those comments coming, fellas. That's right. We love like it. For the 29,998 other downloads, thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for being part of the canoe, and we'll see you on the next river. We worked out in robes and bare feet. (laughs)